0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. Thank you to all our loyal listeners. I hope you're getting value from the show each and every day. In celebration of a quarter million downloads, we're doing a giveaway of Robert Kiyosaki's latest book called Fake. Came out on Monday of this week, and if you'd like to win a copy, send an email to contest at victorjm.com. That's contest at victorjm.com. Put the number 250,000 in the subject line, and we'll be holding the draw on Saturday, April the 20th. Today's show is my perspective on the college admissions scandal that's been grabbing headlines across the United States. At the center of the scandal is Rick Singer, a former CFL player who has more recently been in the speaking circuit and working as a college admissions consultant. 50 people, including 33 parents, were charged last month for their alleged roles in a scam by which this admissions consultant said he helped wealthy parents get their children into select schools either by creating fake athletic profiles, bribing coaches to list the students as recruited athletes, or boosting their SAT scores by having someone fix the wrong answers. Now here's the problem with the whole story. Who was really harmed by all of this? Some people say that the students who legitimately should have been accepted by these elite schools are the ones who are harmed. I actually have a different view. The parents who engaged in this deceit have hurt their very own children. I believe that children learn by modeling the behavior that they witness at home. Rather than teach their kids to work for their accomplishments, the parents are leaving the field wide open for their kids to create several unhelpful interpretations. Number one, you can take a shortcut in life when things don't work out the way you want to. Number two, the parents don't have faith in their children their ability to succeed on their own. These kids could spend their entire lives thinking that they're a screw-up and will never measure up. Number three, the optics of graduating from an elite school is more important to the parent's ego than the substance of living a happy and fulfilled life. At this point, the kids stop being human. They become an object for the purpose of satisfying the parent's ego. There's so much to this story that is screwed up on so many levels. A university education is a valuable step in many people's lives. I'm certainly glad I went to university. But it's not everything. In fact, numerous studies have shown that graduating near the top of the class from a lesser-known college results in better life outcomes than graduating in the bottom half of the class from an elite school. It comes down to reinforcing beliefs. If you're doing well in high school, you might represent the few top percent in your class. When you get accepted at Harvard, you might be at the bottom of the class but still represent 0.1% of the global student population in terms of academic achievement. But even though you're part of that elite group, you're gonna spend four or six or nine years at the bottom of your class, and the message is that you're failing. The message is you're not measuring up. When kids are in their formative years, developing self-reinforcing patterns of high self-esteem are incredibly important to constructive life outcomes. And all of what I've described so far isn't real. It's all in people's heads. It's not what actually happened. What really happened is these parents paid some money. Somebody cheated on their kids entrance exams. That's what happened. Everything else is story that people wrap around it. The story is the kids are failures. The parents have huge egos. The parents have no integrity and so on. The fact is none of us really know. None of these things exist in reality. They only exist in our mind. They are creation of our own mind. Now, if you've read it about it in the newspaper, then those ideas are the creation of the writer of the article. And there's no shortage of opinions and beliefs when it comes to stories like this one. But let's frame the story in a larger context. In 2017, Kessler International published a study based on a survey of 300 students. The survey found 86% claimed they had cheated in school. 54% indicated that cheating was okay. Some said it was necessary to stay competitive. 97% of the admitted cheaters say they have never been caught. 76% copied word-for-word someone else's assignment. 12% indicated they would never cheat because of ethics. I could go on. Cheating on an entrance exam is not a crime per se. Clearly, from the statistics, is rampant. Yet a number of parents are facing criminal charges stemming from the fact that money was involved in the cheating, and it's that part that is actually a criminal offense. There's something wrong with our culture that places more emphasis on the appearance of credentials than the substance of actual education. The education is the real knowledge, wisdom, perspective, and resilience that comes from integrating life experiences on that journey we call life. The truth is that in the real world, the kind of working together that's called cheating at school in the real world is called collaboration and is something to be encouraged. And yet our education system spends 18 years of a child's life trying to beat it out of them. As you're thinking about that, Think about what a real education means. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.